Welcome everyone. Uh, today we are live from Nick Chu's house. Nick, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good, buddy. Uh, how's your weekend been so far? It's been pretty painful. I had hot pot last night. That was the spiciest hot pot I've had in a while. I don't know how I am here today. So basically spent an hour in the washroom, eh? Well, that's TMI. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Okay, guys. So today we're going to be talking about the five worst teams in the NBA. Um, we're going to divide. It's basically an hour's worth of info. We'll divide them into two uh, episodes with one half an hour going up today on Sunday. Uh, we'll be talking about the Phoenix Suns, the Charlotte Hornets, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then second half will be out sometime this week, possibly Wednesday, right, Nick? Possibly Wednesday. And uh, we're going to end up talking about the New York Knicks and who else, Nick? Washington Wizards. Boom, Washington Wizards. So uh, want to start, start off right now, Nick? Uh, I'll go with the New York Knicks first. No, I'm kidding. I'll go with the Phoenix Suns. All right, Nick. So what do you got on the Phoenix Suns? So the Phoenix Suns, their 2018-2019 season, they were 19-63. and 63. That's best for worst in the NBA. Yeah, worst in the NBA. Uh, seasons without a playoff appearance, Nick? I believe it's pegged at nine. Yes. <laughs> uh, sucks for them. Uh, how many draft lottery picks have they had in that time? I've lost count. I think it's about nine right now. Nine. Or they, at least top 15 picks in each of the last nine drafts. Yeah. Uh, I was checking out the, the most used lineup they've had. Uh, last year, it seems like the most lineup, the lineup they used the most was Aiden, Bro- Booker, Bridges, Crawford, and Warren. Uh, actually, they didn't do too bad. They were a plus 12.1. Uh, but still, it wasn't enough to save their season. I mean, they have a defensive rating and an offensive rating that's good enough for last in the NBA. Or oh. almost last in the NBA. Yeah, I know. Um, so out of all those uh, lottery picks they had, they've only kept two of them? Two, yes. I've noted it down somewhere. I think it's two. They traded this year's pick to, I want to say Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota for Dario Saric. Right. Um, so, and those two guys that they picked were uh, Devin Booker and DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. Yes. Um, they traded Dra- Dragon Bender, was it this offseason, right? I believe they did. Okay. So in that time, the the those lottery picks have been Markeith Morris. Uh, they had Kendall Marshall, Alex Len, T.J. Warren, Devin Booker, Dragon Bender, Josh Jackson, and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, they have a lot of bad stats where they're basically last in the league. Uh, we're three point shooting team in the league at thirty two percent. They were twenty eighth in made threes. Uh, 28th in offensive efficiency, uh, 24th in effective field goal percentage. So, guys, effective field goal percentage basically means that uh, they count that three point they count three pointers are are worth more than the two pointers to a point where it's level. So, for example, uh, let's say a guy goes uh, four for ten. Uh, two three-pointers, two two-pointers for a total of 10 points. 
uh, or yeah, 10 points. And uh, they compare it to someone who just shot two pointers and went five for 10. They're still at a 500% click just because uh, it, it counts that the three pointers are worth more. Uh, they also had, they were also bad defensively. Opponent effective field goal percentage was ranked 28th in the league. Uh, rebounding, they were the worst team. And also uh, turnover percentage, which basically it's how many turnovers they get every 100 possessions. They were sixth in the league. Uh, and steals, actually. They, they were up there in steals. They were sixth. I believe it was sixth, top 10. I was researching. Yeah, so I guess that's the only good defensive stat they had. I guess so. So basically what you're saying is they were pretty terrible in every stat that counts for a good team to be associated with. Anything, yeah. They were basically terrible last season. Uh, they didn't really have any point guards last year. They added Ricky Rubio this season. Uh, it's a it's a bad and a good addition. Uh, he can't really shoot. He was shooting 31% from the three last year. Uh, but the fact that he can create plays, he's good at pick and roll. He can help uh, DeAndre Ayton quite a bit in that. And he also takes a load off of uh, Devin Booker. Uh, last year, Devin Booker was the 38th most used player. Uh, and that war on him, and it showed up in his shooting as uh, he had the worst shooting percentage of his career. Uh, what else do you think about this, Nick? I think he's the worst defender I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I could agree with that. Um, another thing they did this offseason was that they traded down from 6th to 11th to pick on Cam Johnson. Uh, they say he's a good shooter, but the problem was that the guy ended up having several surgeries in college. So they're worried that uh, he's uh, not going to be able to play most of the time. Isn't he also older than uh, Devin Booker? Yes, and he was also older than the guy that they ended up trading away. TJ Warren. Yes. So, I mean, if you're not, uh, if you're older and you haven't gotten picked up in the draft, uh, that's not a good sign. Uh, another bad thing about this team is uh, their strength of schedule. I think they travel the second most miles in the next upcoming season, just behind Utah. Yes. Not only that, they have the, the, the hardest schedule in the league. Uh, they're already a bad team, and on top of that, they have to deal with that. That's kind of hard. Um, their first eight, they're, the first eight games that they're going to play are going to be against the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Jazz, Warriors, Sixers, Nets, and Lakers. That's going to be a pretty rough start. You can see them going 0-8 in that uh, span. That effectively kills their season. Basically. Uh, what else can you tell me about the Suns, Nick? Well, ever since 2010, this team hasn't made the playoffs. 2013-2014 was that lone season where they went 48-34. and 34, But they had three point guards at that time, I believe. It was Isaiah Thomas, Goran Dragic, and Eric Bledsoe. And... The list of moves they've made since 2010, since losing Amari Stoudemire, has been pretty bad, like we've said. Just to recap, they've drafted Markeith Morris, who's no longer on the team. 
Kendall Marshall, who's no longer in the league. Alex Len, who's on the Atlanta Hawks right now. TJ Warren, who they just traded for basically a bag of chips and a bunch of air. I don't know. 2015, they get Devin Booker, which is okay. 2016, they drafted Bender, who's, I think he's with the Bucks now. 2017, they get Josh Jackson, the Mr. Uh, I, I assault my domestic partner and get high on Molly. Weak Nick, damn. <laughs> he's on Memphis, I believe, right now. 2018, they get DeAndre Ayton. He's not bad. I just don't know if he's good yet. In 2019, they get Jarrett Culver, but they traded it to Minnesota for Dario Saric. For I, I don't know why. I don't know why you do that. Point is, only two draft picks have stuck around in those nine years. Who do you think will be the X-Factor player this upcoming season? The X-Factor player? Uh... You know what? Uh, thinking about it, it would either be Aiton or Booker, and even then, I'm saying it, it would probably be Aiton. Just uh, they need someone who can, uh, who some they need a little bit of everything from defense to offense. They can't shoot. Uh, they added they've added a few guys who they think will help out with that. Uh, they added Sarage, Kaminsky, and then they hope Cam Johnson can shoot threes like he did in college. Oh, but, you got Kelly Oubre too. And Kelly Oubre, yeah, he had a pretty good uh, season with them, or to to their standards. But yeah, my money would be on uh, Ain being the X factor for this team. What about you, Nick? I would have to agree. I don't know who else would be the best option on this team. I think Devin Booker is just a volume scorer. I think Kelly Oubre is not that great. Ricky Rubio sucks. I'm not gonna lie. That's it. That's all they have on that team, to be honest. Yeah, and not to mention a cheap owner, too. Uh, that doesn't really help the team. Uh, there's been a couple occasions where the guy has decided to save his money rather than spend. Uh, for example, uh, Joe Johnson. He didn't want to end up paying him, and he ended up leaving for Atlanta. Uh, he could have been useful on that uh, Suns team. Uh, you remember that team, Nick? Seven seconds or less. Yes, I remember that team. Yep, and uh, he was what the third option on that team after Nash and Sotomayor. Or? I believe he was third option. He put up numbers like he was a second option. That's for sure. Yep, and then he ended up going to Atlanta. Uh, had uh, had some good seasons there, but uh, unfortunately, he would always see uh, LeBron James there waiting for him, and his team would end up getting eliminated. Uh, that being said, Nick, uh, what do you feel this team's uh, record is going to be this season? I have them actually higher than this year. I said 25 and 57, I believe, or 20 and 62. One of those in that range. Really? I have them at 24 and 58, uh, even though, even though they have, uh, even though they have a tough schedule, I think this team is a bit of an improvement over last year, and that's not saying much. At least they figured out the point guard situation. Last year they had uh, D'Anthony Melton, Eli Okobo, I think is how you pronounce it, and they had Kanan. Uh, Ricky Rubio is an improvement over those guys, but still not enough to improve this team. That Isaac Cannon is not Kanan. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that's our picks. Uh, you have anything else to say about the Suns? 
I mean, other than Kelly Oubre, I don't see anything else going on much for this team. I mean, you can add on role players if you want, but I don't see much happening in this team at all. All right, Nick, I agree. Uh, it's probably going to be another bad season for them. Another uh, lottery pick that who knows how long is going to be on on there. Probably end up trading them away. Uh, you want to move on to the Hornets now, Nick? Yeah, let's move on to the Hornets. Okay, so the Hornets, Nick, what can you tell me about them? Well, I can tell you they're a perennial bottom feeder. No, I'm kidding. They're the epitome of the ninth seed team in the East, and the East is notoriously weak. You know why they're in the ninth seed? No, Nick, tell me why. Because they signed Nicholas Batum, Cody Zeller, I think, or Tyler Zeller. I, I can't remember. Those Zeller brothers are equally bad. Then they have Michael Kit Gilchrist, who can't still shoot. Then they have Bismack Biombo, who had one good playoffs, and now he's paid like he's a perennial all-star. And Frank Kaminsky, but he's gone. And they have a plethora of guards that are undersized. Correct. Um, here, let me run back some of this. Uh, since 2010, uh, I think they've made the playoffs three times. I thought it was two. Was it two? Oh, I had him at three. Uh, they all lost the first round. Uh, in that time, they've had eight eight draft lottery picks. Best lineup last year, or not the best lineup, but the most used they, the most used lineup they had last season was Batum, Lamb, Walker, Williams, and Zeller. They played a total of 593 minutes and 14 seconds, and they were a plus 7.6. In that time, uh, office the office offensive efficiency field goal percentage was at five fourteen, good enough for twenty fourth in the league. Uh, they couldn't get an offensive rebound if their lives depended on it. They were at twenty third. Uh, even defending the opponent's eff- uh, eff- efficiency field goal percentage was at five thirty eight, so that was good enough for them at twenty fourth. Uh, they were actually able to get to the line. Uh, they were they ranked third in the league, three point percentage. They were eighteenth, uh, even field goal percentage. They were twenty sixth in the league, and assist wise, they really had nobody to create plays for them, and they ended up with twenty three point two assists per game, good enough for twenty fourth in the league. I believe they took care of the ball as well. They were dead last. Not dead last, but they were up there for not turning it over amongst the league. Not bad. Uh, Let's talk about a few of the decisions they made in the offseason. What can you say, Nick? They had Kemba Walker. They could have traded him and gotten something last season. They ended up uh, sticking with him. I, I remember hearing reports where they didn't want to trade the guy during the season because they wanted him to be on the all-star team just so that people would show up to the all-star game. Uh, terrible reasoning as to why they kept him rather than getting something for him. Uh, and instead, they ended up replacing him with Terry Rozier. Uh, three years, $57 million. What do you think about that move? Same contract as Ricky Rubio's almost. True. Um I don't know if uh, Terry Rozier is going to be the type of guy that's going to 
be able to lead this offense. He never was that in Boston. And he's never, I think I have it somewhere in here where he hasn't played more than 24 minutes or something like that in his career or averaged that. So I don't know what they're going to get out of this guy. Uh, yeah, but to me, is the question is, where's the offense going to come from this team? Uh, the highest scorer returning from last season is Marvin Williams. He only averaged 10.1 points per game. Uh, and even the big signing of the offseason, which is Terry Rozier, he, I think he added it at 10 points per game too. So none of these guys have scored more than 10 points in last season. That's pretty terrible. And uh, it's just going to be interesting to see who picks up the offense on this team. Not any of those guards, that's for sure. They have Dwayne Bacon, Malik Monk, Terry Rozier. Who else do they have? I think they have Miles Bridges. None of those guys are go-getters on offense, I would say. I think, to be honest, I would have rather kept Kemba and probably dwell in mediocrity in the next few years than rather having Terry Rozier on the team. But all those contracts that they gave out, man, those are terrible contracts. Not going to lie. Who in their right mind would give Marvin Williams a contract that big? Or Bismack Biombo? I mean, just because they can defend doesn't mean you give them $65 million contracts at all. Uh, I agree. Uh, they also ended up losing Jeremy Lamb. Uh, he was overshadowed big time by... Um, Walker, uh, that that's a huge loss. So you, two guys, you should have signed at least one of them. Uh, this team doesn't know what they're doing. It's one thing to be over the cap and paying taxes if you're competing, Nick. But this team, they're over the cap, paying taxes, and they're not going to compete for a playoff spot. I there's no way they're going to pay compete for a playoff spot this year. Um, it's going to be a terrible year for these guys. Uh, but that being said, they have a few contracts coming off this season with Williams, Biombo, and Kid Gilchrist. Uh, they, they they come out to be a total of $45 million off the off of the salary cap this season for them. But, uh, I mean, maybe some teams are interested. They could use them as trade bait, but I highly doubt that. Um, very poorly constructed team i would say just a lot of no nonsense moves by jordan Group. but they made no sense at all yep um it's kind of scary when batum is your highest paid player <laughs> the guy is earning 25 million yet he plays like someone who's like earning at most i don't know 13 million the guy averaged nine points 5.2 rebounds and 3.3 assists uh, his shooting is not bad. He's he was he shot last year thirty eight point nine percent from the three, and his effective field goal percentage was fifty five point three. Not bad. Uh, you just you just hope he would show up like he did at the beginning with the Hornets when he was averaging fifteen point six rebounds and six assists. But uh, he hasn't done that for a while now. Uh, but either way, that that's a terrible contract and not the person you want earning the most on your team. I don't know how else to put it. I think you got all of my points there. I think this team is a train wreck. I think 
Terry's going to be their best player next year. I don't even know if he can be that consistent for one season to prove that contract. Three years is a long time. But in today's NBA, that's pretty short term, I would say. I think they go 29 and 53 next season just because their role players aren't that bad, but they're good enough to have an okay season. Really? I have this team at 21 and 51, Nick. Uh, just, I just don't see it. They have nobody to really run their offense through. Uh, I don't know where the scoring is going to come through. Uh, Tw- 21 and 62, you mean? Yeah. Or 61, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, 21-61. Um, yeah, that's my prediction for the Hornets. I think they'll be the worst team in the NBA uh, next season. I could see that. I I don't know if they would be the worst team per se. I think they would be up there with Phoenix. I, I think next two to four years, this team, they're going to have a hard time getting off all those contracts, trying to draft well, trying to collect assets. Is this, That's a process in itself. Uh, yeah, Nick, unfortunately, uh, Jordan, great player on the court owner. I don't know. I don't know about that. Let's not forget. He ended up uh, choosing uh, Kwame Brown for the wizards back in the day. So, uh, his track record as, uh, as someone to make decisions for the teams isn't great, but, uh, definitely, uh, you could say he's the best player ever, but I don't know about being, uh, Someone to make decisions for the team. I think he should leave it for someone else. Uh, got anything else to say, Nick? Uh, there's not much else to add about the Hornets team. I mean, it's just a dumpster fire. Same with the Suns. They're just two dumpster fires. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I don't, yeah, me neither. I don't even think they know what they're doing. Uh, okay, you want to go on to the Cleveland Cavaliers? The Cleveland Cavaliers. You want to tell me a little bit about them, Josh? Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, so the Cavs, they finished 19-63 and 63 last season. Uh, they added they added Darius Garland, Kevin Porter Jr., then Dylan Windler, and Dean Wade. Uh, they lost, they got rid of J.R. Smith and David Nwaba. Is that how you pronounce it, Nick? Nuaba, I think so. Nuaba, okay. Um, since 2010, they made the playoffs four times, and they were pretty pretty successful. Uh, going to the finals, one and three, not bad. Uh, draft lottery pick since 2010, they were Kyrie Irving, Tristan Thompson, Deion Waiters, Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins, Colin Sexton, and now Darius Garland. Um, the most used lineup they had last season was a lineup of Brandon Knight, Kevin Love, Osman, Colin Sexton, and Anti Zizic. Is it Nick Zizic? Yes. Zizic. Uh, that lineup was a minus at minus one, so they got outscored, and they played a total of one hundred twenty-five minutes and ten seconds. Uh, a few of the other stats I have here is their effective field goal percentage was 29th best in the league. Uh, their defensive uh, efficiency field goal percentage was at 30th. So they were terrible at both ends of the floor. Uh, turnovers, they were tw- they forced the 20 they forced 
11.5% turnovers over 100 possessions, best for 26 in the league. Uh, Three-point percentage was 13th, which is not too bad. At least it's middle of the pack. Assists, they were 29th in the league. They were averaging 20.7. Steals, they were 28th at 6.5 steals per game. And blocks, they were 30th at 2.4. Anything you want to add to that, Nick? So all in all, they need a point guard. Uh, Basically. And this year they got... If I'm not mistaken, I think I have them at four point guards in total. So they have where to choose from. And apparently they want to play Darius Garland and uh, Colin Sexton together. So that'll be interesting on as to how that plays out. Uh, anything you want to add? That's going to be a small backcourt. I think they're both listed at 6'2". And both of their assist stats, well, you can't really judge them on their assist stats, but they're pr- both pretty low. I think they're both at like three or four for the season. So I don't think you really solve that guard issue. No, you don't. Uh, what's also bad about this team is that they are over the cap. So they're they're paying the taxes this year. Uh, but fortunately for them, there's three that are coming off, three huge contracts that are coming off the books. Uh, that's going to clear around $46 million in cap with uh, Thompson, Knight, and Clarkson. And those players alone take up 33% of their cap. Uh, that's, an incre- that, that's incredible that those three take up that much. Uh, Cleveland's strength of schedule, they have a tough schedule this year. Especially from November to the end of December, the schedule seems really hard. In that span, they're going to face 20 playoff teams, two fringe playoff teams, out of a total of 29 games. Uh, The other tough stretches they have is in March-April, where they're facing 14 playoff teams, two fringe playoff teams, in a span of 22 games. Uh, there's, There's also a little bit of uncertainty with this team right now, with Dan Gilbert's health. Uh, usually he's the man who makes the decisions. They He hasn't fully recovered, so it's up in the air as to who's making the decisions on this team. Um, he hasn't yeah. fully recovered after that 2010 fiasco, or are you talking physical health here? No, <laughs> no physical health. I don't think he'll ever recover from that 2010 fiasco. Uh, that's pretty bad, I'm not going to lie. I know, bro. Uh, you have anything else to say about this team? I mean... I like where they're going. I think their direction is one of the better directions of the bottom feeders. You have Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, Brandon Knight, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, Chetty Osman or CD Osman. I don't know how they say it. Chetty. Chetty. And they have Kevin Porter Jr., Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, and they still have Kevin Love, which is a good enough team. But, of course, they're going to be tanking for next season. Oh, yeah. And even with Kevin Love on the team next, uh, there's a good possibility he might end up getting traded this season just to get the, some of that money off the books. And I feel like this team will only go as far as uh, as as he goes. Um, I think he's my X Factor for this team. What do you think? I have my X Factor at Colin Sexton, actually. I don't know if Cleveland lost faith in him already or... They're not developing him properly, but drafting another guard, I don't know about that. 
yeah, I know. Back-to-back years, they ended up picking a point guard. A lot of people frowned upon that. Uh, It's understandable, but uh, the news of them trying to play both of them at the same time, that's kind of a that's kind of a shocker. I don't understand why they would try something like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you could end up using Colin Sexton as a trade, uh, as someone you can trade, right? He's still young, can still develop, and there are other teams that might need uh, a point guard. That's true. That's true. All right, Nick, with all that being said, uh, what do you think uh, Cleveland's record is going to be this season? I think it's going to be 15 and 67. Did I say 67? Yes, 67. I don't think they're going to do much. I think they're going to try and get in the lottery again and pretty much try to build assets assets through the lottery, try to trade off Kevin Love, and try to get rid of Tristan Thompson while they're at it. Yep, might as well get something while you have them on the books, right? Um, I have them at 20 and 62. Uh, I was checking the the odds from Vegas Nick and they agree that uh, they have them at 21 and 61 this season so they think they're gonna be the worst team in the league uh, followed by the Knicks and Hornets so those are the bottom three for Vegas wow yep they have them pretty low um, they also have the Hawks the Wizards and the Kings as the next three um that's interesting that they have the Kings that low. Uh, I feel like a bunch of team, a bunch of people have the Kings going up this season. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's it for this first half of the worst teams in the NBA, Nick. So the next two teams we're going to cover, Josh? We're going to be covering the Knickerbockers and the Wizards. And the Wizards. Yes, sir. All right, then, Nick. Thanks a lot.